Welcome back to another episode of Satisfying Static. We're switching back to a random word generator today. And the first word is baby. <laughs> I hate this show. Why do we do this? <laughs> hate is a strong word, but I really, really, really don't like it. No, I, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love it. Why do we do this to ourselves every week? We should force ourselves. I think the funnier episode is when we just force ourselves to like power through it. Like, all right, what what can we say? About we're keeping. Baby? <laughs> yeah, we're keeping baby. I have a lot of feelings towards the word baby. Um, okay, I, I mean, do. I into fifty different directions. So let's pick one. I guess. Yeah, my first gut instinct. Nobody puts it in the corner, right? Like nobody puts <laughs> baby in the corner. <laughs> definitely one of the directions that my brain went to um for anybody listening who is not a dirty dancing fan <laughs> stop listening you've been shunned no i'm kidding <laughs> but patrick swayze is a genius and you should watch it i love that movie <laughs> it tackles a lot of complicated issues like classism <laughs> backdoor abortions um yes that's which is relevant right now relevant so... yeah it's it was uh, ahead of its time. It, in its time. It, it was ahead of its time. It was ahead of its time. Um, um, that's so my, funny. That's the place my head went, though. My next thought is it's something that I affectionately call my fiance. I call her baby. Um, and then the third thought is I eventually want children. Distant fourth thought that I ju- just popped into this little noodle here. <laughs> Those terrifying baby dolls. Oh, no. Why? Why did you bring these into the conversation? I don't know. Um, yeah, wait, which ones? The ones that, like, actually look real? Like, little real humans? Because those terrify me. Okay, so those are terrifying, but I understand their place in therapy. The ones that are worse for me, the one from the original Toy Story that has, like, the spider leg torso. Yeah, those are terrifying. Yeah. Uh-huh. And their yeah. eyes were never, like, straight. They were always, like, off to the right or something. Or they would always break and you'd have one that, like, didn't have an eye. It was like, what? <laughs> it's because, like, yeah, when he tilted the head back, they were supposed to, like, go to sleep. So their eyes would rock backwards. And it was so... <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why. Yeah. And, like, sometimes an eyelid would get stuck. <laughs> yes. And it was the most terrifying thing ever. You were like, do you have Bell's palsy? Like, are you... <laughs> What's happening? Okay, yeah, this conversation went a lot of different ways. Those were terrifying. I feel like we can all agree they were terrifying, although I would love to hear from people who enjoyed playing with those things. Um, those but, remind me of, like, Furbies. Like, Furbies were just as terrifying to me. Furbies, I feel like, were more terrifying. But I don't know why. Maybe because there was, like, a myth around the Furbies of them just, like, randomly showing up or saying things without being prompted, you know, because they had, like, created. <laughs> yeah, high, yeah, high key, I found, like, Furbies in the worst places growing up. Like, I'd randomly be on a park bench, and then there's a Furby, like, behind the, the foot <laughs> of the bench, and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's scary. Like, someone was trying to mess with you. <laughs> it was, like, a, it was a, pheno- it was a Midwest phenomenon to hide Furbies no. places. Okay, I want to know if anybody else from the Midwest who grew up with Furbies would find them randomly around cities because I feel like somebody was messing with you. 
I don't think it was personal. I think it was because we, it circles back to fast food restaurants being very commonplace, but Furbies were like the hot item at McDonald's, I think one year. And so there was just like <laughs> this huge influx of Furbies that everybody's got. So there's just like a, I forgot about this. a collection of trash Furbies around the town. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, can you imagine the trash mountain of Furbies that is living somewhere? You know what's a worse thought is now being an adult and understanding, understanding how bed bugs worked. I wonder if Furbies just carried bed bugs. Probably. I imagine like a lot of... Like Beanie Babies and... Do. But yeah, I'd rather not think about that. <laughs> this <laughs> is children. your friendly reminder that if you ever get anything that is a fabric at a thrift store... To heat, treat it first. Heat, treat it. Yeah, that's good. That's a good lesson. That's a good life lesson for everybody. You never know where it came from. And no, there are not magical giant washing machines in the back where they wash everything beforehand. They don't do that. In case anybody, for some reason, had that thought. And if they do, it isn't with commercial-grade heat to kill the bugs and their eggs. So... You can heat treat things a variety of ways. My personal favorite is to leave it in a black trash bag in your car on like a hundred degree day because nothing survives that. Oh, okay. That's good. That's a good tip. I didn't know that. And it's, yes, it's, it's cheaper too. A lot of people recommend you do it that way because it's really expensive to do it the other ways. Are there other not expensive ways you to do it? You can go to like um, dry cleaners or cleaning agencies and get pay for heat treatment for things. Um, some dryers don't get hot enough, so you can't just do it in a dryer. Um, Mm -hmm. or you throw the items out or you like tent bomb your house and everything in it, which oftentimes is very dangerous for pets and everything else. Anyway, what's, what's baby make you think of? (laughs) Moral of this story, don't go to stores because you're going to end up tent bombing your entire house for bed bugs. Right, right, right. What? <laughs> wow, Christine. Way to make thrift stores fun for everybody. Uh, um, anyway, uh, it's funny because I feel like I thought of kind of the same things, but in a different order, oh. which I think is just an interesting like brain exercise. But the first one was the kids thing. And then the second one was like relationships. Um And the third thing was not putting baby in the corner. It's unfortunate. (laughs) It was like children's toys. So, I mean, I guess that goes with Furbies or whatever we were talking about. Uh. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't stop thinking about tent bombing. You know, like, it took me forever to know that's what houses covered in, like, a circus tent (laughs) that's what was happening i've never seen it irl oh really i've only ever seen it like in the fancy suburbs i think is or like the only place people can afford to um but it would confuse because my mom was a cleaning lady so like in summers i would have to go with her and um it it would always confuse me because i'd be like is there a circus in the rich neighborhoods that like (laughs) we There has to be a different reason why rich neighborhoods have tented homes, though. I can't imagine it's for bed bug cleaning. Okay, I don't know about bed bugs, but these were absolutely being just bombed. These were absolutely for that reason. When I grew up, got older, and like 
saw that and I was like, oh, that's not a circus. I get it. But I wonder why. I wonder why. I feel like doing your entire home would be a very pricey endeavor. And like, if you have to do like an apartment building that either is done in like sections, so you wouldn't need, you wouldn't tent the whole thing. You wouldn't tent, right. Um, or like mo- a lot of places wouldn't pay for that kind of work. So you just have someone come spray. A lot don't. A lot. Um, no. Oh, it could have been termites. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's termites. They do that for termites, huh? That's interesting. Termites. Like really bugs today. Termites are, are a rich people problem for sure. <laughs> um, are you saying poor people don't have wood? No, poor, no, poor people have termites, but they do what you just said. They have their landlord. Oftentimes, is like just come spray. Yeah, and that's never enough. No, you just keep doing that repeatedly until forever. Until the <laughs> until the frame falls down around you, and you yeah. better hope that you have renter's insurance or you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Yeah, yeah. I almost. Told, <clears throat> sorry, this is a side story about termites. <sighs> there are definitely termites at the storage space we use for the organization I volunteer with. Um, we were like unloading our beach cleanup stuff, and she was just like trying to show me and she was talking and of course the ADHD and I was like I'm sorry I'm sorry there are termites all over this place we don't keep thing with like wood right uh, and she uh, was like uh, no but and I was like just look <laughs> and I was like they were like literally crawling out from under certain units like they did not care oh wow it was like the building it was like somebody's units were getting just destroyed by termites so i was like okay cool should we tell someone (laughs) we should move our stuff because do you think they know eventually the framing will just fall and the drywall will collapse yeah yeah so we're finding a new storage unit Um, (laughs) it's a good idea so for those of you that don't know termites eat wood that's why they're dangerous for houses and if you're at the point of your infestation where you can see them in places like your kitchen or your bathroom, it means that you are in a full-blown infestation and you have now, they've outpaced you. Now you can yeah. bomb the house and replace what they've broken, but it's going to cost you tens of thousands of dollars. Or you can just wait and hope that you've moved by the time that they chew through all of your stuff and things start falling down around you. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the latter on that one, honestly. Mm. Like, out of the way before the frame collapses. And then collect insurance. Yeah, well, and some <laughs> some renter's insurance don't cover termite damage to your items, so that's important to, to look into. Uh, also important, if you ever buy a wood item, shake it out for termites first from the thrift store. Oh my god, this lesson, this episode is like, hey, don't go to thrift stores because they're full of bugs. Well, no, I love thrifting. Thrifting is great. Please continue to do that. Please consider to reduce, reuse, recycle. I love that for us. Yeah. Just be careful. Be mindful of your thrifting. Be mindful of your thrifting. That's a that's lovely. Be what's a T word for thoughtful thrifting? Thrift thrifting 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 thoughtfully. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Just make sure you don't know where anything came from. That's right. So worth giving it a good wipe down. And if you also see on your white walls like brown small buildup that almost looks like water stains but is a little more three-dimensional than a stain that's termite poop i'm 
so scared. I was not ready for that. What? Yeah. So it's what? like little, like little, it, they, when they, it looks like almost like a water stain, but it's like this light, um, brownish red buildup that you'll like randomly see on like a wall or like the ground. And you're like, what is that? And you can't really put your, your finger on it. It's because it's termite poop and the termite has pooped there and then moved away. Oh my God. Thank you for this very informative episode on termites and thrifting and um i will never sleep again i should have been an exterminator honestly (laughs) i can't i can't um i stay blissfully ignorant about bugs for a reason and the reason is that this will haunt my nightmares i'm just gonna we're just gonna okay that's what we didn't that's what termite looks like you're welcome (laughs) I just showed her what she understands now. It almost looks like a little pile of quinoa. It does a little bit, weirdly. Um, so yeah, if you have okay. a random pile of quinoa, don't be suspicious. <laughs> Mine's in airlock containers, but... Oh, your quinoa? Yeah. Good, good. So you can't ever accidentally spill quinoa and go, termites! <laughs> This is a beautiful turn of events. What's the difference? (laughs) (laughs) They both eat you out of house and home. It's fine. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) Any other thoughts on baby? Any other thoughts on those? That's fair. That one's just such a broad one. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many different ways we could take it. Like, we could talk about relationships. Like, do you get called baby? Yeah. Do you enjoy being called baby? Mm -hmm. Because I know some people. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I don't find it emasculating or, or, um, what's the word I want? The, the word where somebody, um, uh, talks down to you. What's the word oh. I want? And we both don't. Pat- yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's patronizing I don't, or patronizing. I don't know if to say that word. I, neither of those things. I don't, I enjoy it. I'm fine. Olivia likes it. Um, what about you? Do you enjoy being called baby? I mean, I've had a kind of like a a love-hate relationship with it because I do, but what I don't like, and I think we've talked about this before, I don't like when it becomes kind of like a filler word. Or I really hate this with babe, but baby also does get into this where like you're kind of saying it like every other word. (laughs) Okay, wait. (laughs) You know what I mean? Wait, do you do this or is this just a me thing? Oh my God, now I need the listeners. So... I mean, I don't replace every other word with babe, but I often, in reference to her, will refer to her as babe. Right. Wait, like when you're talking to her. Yeah. Do you? So let me get this straight. You just have a conversation with somebody and they're like, look, babe, outside, babe, there's babe, a babe, (laughs) duck, babe. Like, that's what you just described to me. And I just want to make sure I'm wrong. Um, I love that so much. I'm so glad that was recorded and I can replay that as often as I need to. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) No, not literally, but (laughs) do do you guys ever get into this place where you catch yourself having a conversation and you're just like, so listen, babe, I went to the store and then I was talking to this guy and did you need anything, babe? Oh, babe, I had another question for you where it's like, 
in every sentence. No, we we sub out some other names. We don't we don't <laughs> we don't only use babe or baby. And I also don't find the need to refer to her in the same paragraph of sentences that often. <laughs> okay, so maybe that's just a me thing. I will I'll I'll if like if she says something and I'm like I don't want to sound like an asshole when I try to like correct her or talk about the thing, mm-hmm. I'm like babe, baby, sweetie. Honey, like I'll say like six different versions of her name. Oh, they're all strung together. Right. So like, right. Yeah. No, I mean, I meant more like, like if I will re-re- reread a string of texts, like babe or baby will be in every single one. Oh, that's a lot. That's aggressive. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> for me it's like a balance like I don't mind it but and like this isn't only with like one specific person like I have witnessed this in multiple relationships and in other people's relationships like I would make fun of my friend for it all the time because he would basically reference his wife as babe like and like honestly we'd just be sitting there like shut up <laughs> like, um, but like also so- you have a name and if you use it too much, the word itself becomes like air and kind of nothing. Yeah. No, and that that's exactly it. Is that like, so when people ask me about like pet names and they're like, how do you feel about like baby or babe? I'm like, well, like I don't hate it. Like, but also it doesn't feel special to me in any way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just feels like a word. And so like, is it weird if like my partner were to use my actual name? Like, yeah, that sounds so weird. Please don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, please stop. Please don't use that. (laughs) I am not Maggie to you, okay? (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) But like with those specifically, I just feel like they're so generic and they can become really overused. And so at some point in the relationship, it does just feel like a filler word and not like anything outside of that you know so i had an interesting phenomenon with this word um when my ex and i split i like we were on the phone talking about something like right like right after we split and i said that i said like babe or baby or something and she lost it like it it had become very commonplace in our relationship and so much so that i just used it as another word but like the moment we split, she was like very like hyper aware that that word was no longer allowed to be used. And so a word that had virtually no meaning for all this time all of a sudden became hyper valuable and was absolutely a no-no. Interesting. So I found that yeah. fascinating how a word we can use, we give it value initially, we use it and use it and use it and use it. So it loses value. So the status changes and now all of a sudden it's regained value. Yeah, I mean, that is very, very interesting. And it's so interesting that it's, like, with those words, like, babe and baby, Mm -hmm. right? Like, because my friend was actually telling me, she was, like, explaining some tea to me. And she was, like, I, you know, I don't understand why this person thought that, like, we had a relationship. I didn't do this. We didn't do this together. I never called her babe or baby. And I was, like, is that... Is that is that a the, new that, <laughs> is that a new definition of of relationship? <laughs> that's the line you didn't that we don't cross because once that happens, nope, now you're mine. So you said it. There's a whole you know what's funny about that though is everybody has different things that signify what a relationship is. So like me, I'm not in a relationship with someone unless we clearly define we are in a relationship. We sit down and we have quote the talk that is. 
are we exclusive? Are we not? Are we monogamous? I only do monogamous relationships, like that kind of a thing, whatever. But other people are like, well, my toothbrush is at their house, so we're dating. And I'm like, yes, you are. You are dating in the act of going on dates together. But exclusive? I don't. That's so funny that you brought that up because I've been like noodling in the back of my head. I've been like, man, I feel like my toxic trait is that I gatekeep the word, the the title girlfriend. Mm. Because like dating for me is like the talking stage or getting to know each other or whatever. Like all of that is dating. Oh, And that is time we take to figure out whether or not we're compatible. If I am your girlfriend... I'm planning on marrying you. I'm already picking out baby <laughs> names. Like, no, we're going from girlfriend to fiance or girlfriend to nothing. There's no in between. Right, right. So <laughs> me and Olivia have different have different interpretations on this. So growing up, I always thought dating was only girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, 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 all the things, right? All the things. <laughs> but titles together, right? But she has like this blase thing about dating where she's like, yeah, I, I dated this guy. And by date, she means I went on three dates with this man well, yeah. for uh, over the course of two weeks or whatever. And I'm like, well, you didn't date. And she's like, well, no, we dated. We went on dates. And I'm like, no, no, no. you did not call this man your boyfriend. And she's like, well, no. But I'm like, so we we often butt heads about even just the term dating having such different meaning yeah it's that so I guess I mean that's true for everyone and now also this conversation is making me realize like that's kind of an important conversation to have with people you're interested in dating is like to get on the same page because I feel like a lot of times like I'm perfectly happy like I I did I did was not someone's girlfriend for three years (laughs) Oh my god, <laughs> that's commitment in the weirdest non-committed way. And I was totally committed to them, like completely. Like we spent all of our time together. We spent all of our time together on the phone. We hung out all the time. Like we were very committed to each other. But in my head, I was like, we're not going to get married. Like this is definitely not a forever. And like I can't commit to you like that. And so as far as I'm concerned, like I don't think it's fair for us to be like, together like that and they were totally fine with whatever situationship we had going on for long enough until they got fed up with it but it was like three years oh my god three years that's so long (laughs) so like would I say I dated that person like yes am I gonna say that about every person I've been on three dates with no but well so I also when my ex and I split briefly and eventually got back together because I'm an idiot um I (laughs) I dated someone in that I went on multiple dates with them. We were hanging out. We were talking. We were pretty much exclusive. She's probably listens to this podcast. And if she does, that's fine. That's, that's going to be fine. Um, <laughs> she often refers to me as her ex. Like, it's like a running joke that I'm like her ex. And I'm like, I've relented. And I also agree that she is an ex of mine. But the, for the longest time, I was like, no. You were never officially my girlfriend. We didn't date. We didn't officially date. But since <laughs> I know, but since Olivia has broadened my dating horizon definition, I'm like, oh, 
I'm like, I guess we did technically date. And if I'm going to admit that we dated, I guess I can call you my ex. And that's fine. That's so interesting, though, because like, yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't agree there. Right. Like until those titles were there, like you're not an ex. Right. But like, I, I think there's a difference between like saying like, oh, I dated this person and like, this is my ex. Okay. See, I, I feel the same way. And I, I think the, the, the situation ship with her bothers me less because Mm -hmm. she stayed in my life for a long time. She's still in my life. We're still good friends. Um, Yeah, yeah. and I had significant feelings for her. I would have asked her out. We would have dated had my ex not nosedived back into my existence as right. as yeah. as gays do as as women relationships do okay as as quickly as quickly as they pack up the u-haul to move in they pack up the minivan to leave and then they just drive it right back through your front door and laugh at you for thinking that they were gone okay Oh my god, what have I signed up for? They just do, or like worse, they disappear for years and then they resurface. And it's like, who? Who? They're like termites. Who who found you? Where did you come from? Have you been hiding in the framework this whole time? I thought we got rid of you years ago. Yeah, I thought, god, remember we tented the house and you were gone? Ah. What yeah, what happened? But yeah, so I I find it very interesting that there's just such a different dynamic around all those words. Do you know we started with the word baby? <laughs> Actually, when we started with the word baby, I expected it to turn into a conversation about dating because I figured we would both like go there at least. So this was this was what I in my head imagine this podcast being not the first half but for me in our defense we recently have talked about your love <laughs> life a lot ish so it's mm, a, that it's is on true. the forefront of our brain and i'm planning a wedding so we've talked about my love life a lot because my love life is wedding planning so forefront yeah that's true that's a good point and you guys saw one venue that you liked we're moving forward with it we're gonna sign a contract oh you yeah. are yeah yeah, oh, yeah, it's very exciting. It's right on the water. It's going to be a very New England wedding. I love that. Yeah, it's going to so be cute. fun. Um, Maggie's going to be in the wedding. I'm going to be in the she wedding. She has committed so- already. <gasps> yeah, she- I have to start picking out an outfit now. Correct. She has not gotten the official, here's a cute little gift invite yet, but I had to ensure that she was going to have that time off of work because she's going to have to travel intercontinentally. <laughs> You're the only one coming from Cali. It's quite the hike. Oh, damn. Yeah, I might have to make a pit stop in Chicago before I go. Just take the whole week. I might as well and just, like, work a few days in Chicago and then head over to Boston. We assumed we're getting married on a Friday, so we assumed that everyone would take the weekend and that we would all do, like, some fun New England things on Saturday and Sunday. Um, Cool. So it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. Why why are you ticking? What, oh, <laughs> what I'm just uh that's my this do you see this zit in the center of my face? This this what? zit in the center of my face. I can't see it because you know, FaceTimes. Oh, well, there's a zit in the center of my face. 
mm-hmm. and it's because I'm stressed. I uh, yeah, you looked stressed. That's why I so, asked. For those of you, yes, Christine's knee was rocking <laughs> back and forth so hard. I thought the couch was going to start moving. So yeah, I'm stressed about <laughs> wedding planning. That's why I'm twitchy. Um, it's it's expensive <laughs> and it's stressful and it's um. I'm apparently rubbing my face a lot, and that's why I'm getting new zits in new places. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, stress does not help with the acne and all the other no, and things. also jujitsu has given birth to bacne. Oh no, <laughs> dude, I hate it. <laughs> Live on <laughs> full blown back acne. It's the worst. Oh damn. All right, well, um, sounds like you have some things to take care of. And Jiu-Jitsu is, I can't and say that word. Jiu-Jitsu is coming up. And on that note, we'll end on back knee. Yeah. We'll yeah. end on back knee. Until next Until time. Until next time. <laughs>